Welcome to Angry Fans, your favorite podcast for blowing off steam about sports. We have a great episode in store. We are Bills fans, so we got to get into that. So bear with us because we have to deal with it. Uh, We'll also talk about uh, basketball lately, NBA scoring. Turner has a take on that. Baseball, we got to get into that as it's getting closer. And our cause this week relates to the late, great Kobe Bryant. So stay tuned for all of it. The pod is on Instagram at Angry Fans Pod. I am joined as always. I'm Scotty, joined by Buffalo Steve. What's up? And Turner. What's up? Well, I should probably start the episode a little lower key because I am not You're gonna be angry fans yet. Fan. I am despondent sad fan. I have to tell you a story before we move on, to be honest. I w- we had 110 people mm, at, at the Shamrock Pub for the Bills-Chiefs game. I told him to put him on IR so we couldn't even use him. But it's actually McDermott's fault for trying to kick a field goal. And it hasn't been working. And God damn it, you got Josh fucking Allen. I went underground <laughs> after the game. I didn't listen to anything, especially not tools like Nick Wright. No. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, but I did go on the air. Of course, my job is on the air. Right. So I did a segment with my... Uh, fellow colleagues who have a show and this is what they did to me so here listen 모든 문제를 닫았어요 그렇기 때문에 조셸런 선수가 오른쪽으로 나오면서 시간을 벌어봤지만 오픈된 리시버를 찾을 수 없었습니다 44드 걸입니다 타일러 베스 아 오른쪽으로 돌았어요 I wish I knew what was happening Scott keep listening I don't know if you want to know what's happening do you want to hear the English version of that? No. I guess. That, that was the Korean version. I have a feeling what you're going to do to me, here's, right? Here's the English version of what you just heard. She's 27. I knew it. It's 24. The field goal. I knew it. In the game on fourth down and nine for Buffalo. Is Chinese? Placement Korean, down. Korean, sorry. kick is up, and the kick is no good. A little prophecy. this off. Tyler Bass has struggled, <laughs> and he ridiculous. just misses the kick. Let's hear the original one more time. No, no. <laughs> Let's hear the Korean, I mean. The Korean was Let's way the, better because I had Korean no idea what time. they were saying. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. You, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the Korean version. I, I lost I the word. Oh, here we go. I got it. Stop it. This is, this is fun for you guys, isn't it? Wow, piling hey, on. Listen, this is bad. Scott. Yeah. Do you know what it's like for me? Do you, uh, know, what, do you know what today is? Yes, I do, because I'm a Bills fan, and Bears fans have a lot in common with Bills fans. Yeah, we stink. Losing. Today. For many, many Except years. Except the Bears today, have a Super Bowl. Well, there you go. Oh. And, and today is the 38th anniversary of that Super Bowl win, the last oh. time they won. I was like five. I don't remember it. You were 10. <laughs> the last Nine. time the Bills won a Super Bowl was... 1373. <laughs> Columbus hadn't even landed yet. <laughs> it was the old NFL, the original. All right. 
So I was a good sport. I took it. I took my lumps. I took my lumps. So that I hadn't listened to it again. I had, I had heard that. So a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine, sent me that. <laughs> but he he told me it was the Japanese. So oh. whether it was the Koreans or the Japanese, somewhere over. Honestly, you could have told me that the team won, and I would have thought it because they were so excited. But when you hear it back from the other version, you re- yeah, it's not great. That's, yeah, that's I can't tell if they're uh, being Bills fans or Chiefs fans or no fans, <laughs> no. just excited Even to if, see yeah. the ball right. shank forty yards right. Just, right. Yeah. Were they sure that they was supposed to go through, or were they thinking <laughs> yeah. it was? Yeah. So I don't good. even. I don't. A buddy of mine sent me a clip of like the Kelseys have their podcast, right? So I guess the I brother we agreed not to bring that. No, up. I know, but the brother actually. So Jason made a comment because you know he was up in the suite doing the whole uh, trying to be like. It's magic. He said Fair. he made a comment about man, I couldn't believe he missed that field goal. And Travis was like, dude, the wind down there. He goes, it was crazy. I couldn't believe he didn't aim it right. And I'm like, yeah, like why wouldn't you aim for the other? Right. For the love of right. God, just for the five right. feet that it's probably uh, going to push it down. We don't need to rehash no. that kick because for, let's be honest, the kick sucked. But that's not the reason they lost the game. No, but he was the last one to touch the football on our side. So like yeah, I get it, but I'm pointing the blame right at the head coach standing well, on the sideline. He got up, right. he got, he played not to lose again, like Turner and I talked it, about. It's it's right. unreal. Right. So Let's he get learned up and then not try afraid, to lose. He's afraid to win. He learned nothing right. from 13 seconds. Uh, right, nothing exactly. No. Exactly. because in this situation, you had to go for the first down on fourth. This was Josh's worst series of the game. Right, he was. A plus 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 all game long right. until this series where he just had a couple of plays that didn't well, go his first, way. The first throw should have. Yeah, he got hit. It was a good throw. By a lineman. The the first one should have been a touchdown in right. the end zone, and then that that last play, the third down. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Again, it wasn't he his best series. He, no, and this is I'm not going to go into conspiracy. But, we'll do it later. No. But at the end of the day, there were. Those three plays, like he had Diggs underneath, who Diggs probably would have got a first down. He would have probably made a move, got within a yard or two. Go for the, the touchdown, marker. but if not, yeah. the coach is I mean, there to tell you, look, we're trying to get a first down. That's what should have been the play- game plan. Yeah, They should have been trying to get a first down. I'm telling you guys, McDermott, is this is where he can get you. Yeah, right. He can't get you past right. this. No, it's been he all season. It's probably he, been longer than that, but coach, I've been watching all season. He's not. He yeah. can't. In the big games – like it was, and I don't even know that Andy Reid really outcoached him. McDermott basically shot himself in the foot. No, McDermott didn't blitz, undercoached himself, right, all game long. Exactly. So the point is, he outcoached himself. The defense had no business being on the field again. And this is the this is the trend True. with McDermott. Right. His defenses are gassed at the end of these 100%. games and they cannot make a stop. Right. Yeah. So if he had learned something or if someone would have shouted in his ear, like Josh Allen, for example, right. said, Okay, look, we're gonna go for four downs here. I don't care. We're going for four. So on third down, maybe you check it down and get five and you're it's it fourth and four, much more manageable. Right. But you plan ahead. And you're trying to burn the clock so you don't leave KC with any time. Right. Yeah. But none of that happened. I would still happened. rather leave the time with a, 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 a touchdown on the board right. and a good lead yes. than, than to hold it and leave it up to, look, I love the guy and I appreciate his, his work all year, but leave it up to Tyler fucking Bass to, to make it or not. 
We can't. He, he's been half planned for all that. Year anyway. They planned for somebody to just kick it and make it, but we've not had that all year. Why would you ever plan for that? I'm not joking when I say this. If it was fourth and fifteen, I still would want yeah. to go for it True. with Josh Allen because right. well, he can pick it up. Right. If there's yeah. any guy in the league that can do it right. with his legs or with his arm, but this is why I don't go. I'm not watching sports media right, right now because 100%. I can't stand this bullshit narrative. Right. Oh yeah, Mahomes is not outplaying Allen right. in any of these games right. except the 2020 championship well, game. Here's, here's That's the, the only one. Yeah, Allen has outplayed him in the regular season and right. in the playoffs. Right. He's played at least as well. It's he the did defense. This, right. He did this game too. Right. Allen yeah. went up and down the field. Mahomes went up and down That's the field. That's my thing. It's it been came all year. down it's to the fucking what? defense. Right. Josh was playing so well all game. There's a reason why he turns into a clips of himself at the end of the game. It's because the coaching tears them down by trying to play safe and mm-hmm. takes away the confidence. The The defense gets beat up. Now they're tired. The offense has no confidence. And now we give up the lead and have no reason to be happy about the whole yeah, organization. They don't, they don't stay aggressive. I don't they, understand the the defense though. The whole game the wasn't aggressive. Just, no, no. Right. right. Mahomes was comfortable on every play. Right. Yeah. They I, had time. I, McDermott, even though he's had injuries, he's been a great coach this year, keeping that defense very good with all the injuries. Oh yeah. But why? And usually, when he comes into these games, he has a plan where oh, he's going to be aggressive here and there. But he didn't do anything. I mean, no. they didn't blitz. They didn't pressure. Mahomes just stood there and did whatever he wanted. Yeah. And it makes me sick. And McDermott needs to take accountability for this garbage because he's done it over and over. And he's going to keep his job. And it pisses you, me did off. Did you watch his press conference the day he didn't after? Say he, anything? I know he was like, oh, "We didn't get where we want to be." I was, if I was a reporter, I would have thrown my phone at him and told him it, to go fuck himself and walked out. And then he did a fake punt. He hasn't done a fake oh punt in six God. years. Don't and then, and then he goes, I was just that. trying to be aggressive. Right. He doesn't understand the word aggressive. aggressive. Before, no, no. And not right. only that, why do you do it with DeMar Hamlin? Is this some kind of political thing Jesus, to make sure that he so gets the stupid. comeback player of the year? Yes. Like, at the end of the day, as soon as Hamlin came out, they have it. One of the Chiefs started yelling, it's a fake, it's a right. fake, because – Hamlin's never in on that. He's right. never back. Have one of them running back, like Ty it's Johnson. Nobody's going to pay attention it's, to because uh, he's on facets. special teams. It's the coach. No. All right, so we can we can wrap this up because yep. we'll talk about it all day. Yep. But my final pinpoints here are anyone who comes up to me or says, or you know, on TV, I mean, I'm ignoring those people, but if somebody in person <laughs> tells me that this loss was on Josh and that Josh – uh, gets outplayed by Mahomes in the playoffs, there is a very good chance that I'm just going to slap them across the face. I and mean, they, I'm not kidding. I'm so tired of this narrative. And the only, it's garbage. It's a lie. And I watched that game. Allen put everything into that game. He played at a Hall of Fame level all game long, and his team let him down again, and they're letting his career go down the toilet. The only people who would say that are those Chiefs fans, and half of them are bandwagon. So don't. Yeah, let's, let's they're, they're representative of Nick look, fucking right. Let's not, let's look, not I'll be say the guy. that there's a Chief Kingdom look, out there. Let's look, let's all be honest. They are bandwagons. Look, I'll Just be the guy. Ninety percent of them. I'll are. be the guy that say Josh deserves some responsibility for losing. But as what? At, what? Look, that one pass. I mean, look at the end of the game. It's become a quarterback league, so yeah, they're going to put some of it on him. Well, you said it. I understand you said that, it earlier. But... You said it earlier. There's one thing that happens at the end of the game. He has the decision to make those play calls. 
The only other person that can outshine the coach in that moment is him. If the coach doesn't do it, he can take over and do it. He had an opportunity. I'm not saying he did. I said the same thing earlier before we started filming that Tyler Bass had two opportunities. It's not his fault that he lost, but he had an opportunity to be a fucking awesome dude or he had an opportunity to just be a dude that missed a kick when he shouldn't have been kicking. And that's the same shit that Josh had. He had a chance to win that game and be the dude or he had a chance to let us blame the person that deserves the most of it, the coach, and that's who deserves it. But Josh could have been the guy, and we could have been like, Josh did it, but he didn't because he was put in a bad position, and so we can give him and the coach and staff I'll give him a blame. little bit of blame on that last series. That's it. That's the only time That's the only time I feel like any, he do, deserves any I do blame. Question a few, he played I do question pretty a few perfect things the on rest that last, of the game. That last, that last drive – but otherwise, I mean, yeah, you guys day, are right. He at, the end, he, at the end of the day, there's like, no doubt. Yeah, the guy went out and balled. Yep. Um, and the defense again. Unfortunately, I saw a great clip. I don't know if you saw it where Poyer's like, "This is how it ends." Where he's sitting on the bench and he looks at. I can't remember who's sitting next to him after the missed field goal. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Bro, this is how it ends. Like this, this is our season. Well, this is how it ends." And he's just looking at him like. But that was before they went right. on the field as right. uh, the defense. Right. No, this is not how it has it to end. You could have stopped sure them. So that was the other. That was the other thing, though. You already had Josh a doesn't end. score. They missed the field goal. But Kansas City gets the ball. And we have a couple timeouts right or at least one. Down. And their first play, they run oh, up the middle for nine yards. Yep. Come on, that's right. on McDermott and right. the and the defensive players right. too. They're uh, all mentally checked out by that point. They already lost. Ridiculous. Just, yeah. Angry Fans is brought to you by the Shamrock, the oldest pub in St. Louis. It's like 300 years old or something. Just look at the pictures behind the bar. Those guys probably came in on steamboats. They probably drank whiskey with Lewis and Clark. They probably smashed tables with Mark Twain. Anyway, at the Shamrock, you'll be slamming pictures of beer with no regard for the Instagram photo about to ruin your life. If the doors are padlocked, just ring Patty. You're always at home at the Shamrock. Well, we got that out of our system, but I do have one more thing on this sports media topic, and that is an amazing article written by a guy named Freddie DeBoer, who's not a sports writer. He is a Chicago Bears fan, but he writes about other things. Anyway, he was so inspired by... Nick Wright's ridiculousness during the Bills game that he wrote an entire column, and I have a feeling he was already he already writ, had written most of this because it was a lengthy article where he calls sports media uh, people clowns, and he explains why uh, there's probably a human being somewhere inside Nick Wright, but he's never going to show it because he's making too much money, like baiting Bills fans saying nonsense about. You know, Allen, during the game, after the game, and he's got two clowns next to him who always agree with what he says, never push back. And there are others, you know, like Skip Bayless and all these people in the media. They're so, they're so awful. I can't even, and I'm, I, you know, I'm a consumer of sports media. I like it. Right. But this week, I I have not watched any of it because I can't stand their ignorance. It's ignorance. Well, it's, look, I'll, to be the next one to speak about this uh, seems fitting because I, I we've we've heard me say Nick's right name Nick Wright's name before because uh, I'm a fan of his shows. I think what they do there is is a is a 
it's fun. It's lighthearted most of the time. The, the issue is he's he's changed from the way the show started, and doing exactly what you're saying. He's come off on on a tangent to to become those Skip Bayless type of guys, where you're relying more on your take and and sticking to your take than you are the things. Look at his facts. Look at his, you look mean at his, facts? Look facts. at his betting at the beginning of those shows. He facts. he was good at the bets that he Nick's picks and all that. So he was good at it. This year, terrible because he's doing it all with. Well, I picked I picked Baker Mayfield to be awesome, and so I'm going to ride with him for eight weeks and watch him be terrible just because I said he was awesome. I chose, you know, Josh Allen to be bad when he was drafted, so I'm just going to stick to that. And and yes. so help me God, yeah, it's going to kill me. And the Bills Bills Mafia fucked him up for it, and that blew him up even more. And it's tur- we've we've turned him into these guys where now yeah. they ask him, hey, you have to be polarizing. And it's 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 embarrassing, quite frankly, because I go on to enjoy numbers and analytics and people talking about why and how the games go, and it's mostly just favoritism and and unsportsman. Yeah, and the, and the shit. two guys on his show, very if, good if take. Talk, their turn. Talk, it was, but if we're talking about his show on FS1 or whatever right. with Wild and Broussard, yeah, yeah, like Wild just sits there with a smile on his face. He's just he's just a pawn, and he he's just does he comic relief. He doesn't say anything. I think he's like funny. he's. He's he's a but Patriots not, fan. Yeah. We all know he's a Patriots fan. Right, exactly. But he doesn't. Nobody but pushes can't back. Talk about them. Nobody pushes back with him. Uh, and then Broussard, a little bit. He does, but he doesn't. The only guy I've seen he's recently. He's the Jordan guy. They fight about that. Yeah, but when it comes down to the NFL portion portion of it, it's tough because yeah, they both want to be Mangini, Pat Mahomes. Mangini actually DS before guy. the the Bills Chiefs game actually made valid points. Yep. And Nick didn't know what to do other than, well, now you're just coming at me about this or that. That's exactly and right. So then he, he acted like a nine-year-old, just like he did in some of his tweets. about. Yeah, and I'm like, dude. And in that article, it was perfect. The guy said, dude, you're a 40-year-old grown man. Like, Act right. like a man. Right. He, instead of going after Bills well, fans but... for pulling for their team. This is the other thing. Right. Like. He goes after he's fans. He's a freaking homer if, at the end of the day right. on his show, and well, it's yeah. okay. Well, it's, but it's, it's yeah, okay. But, but no, 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 no. The article pointed it out. You're he's right. way more negative about Josh Allen and the Bills oh, than he facts. is positive about his team. Well, that's true. And okay. this he's is a all, narcissist this in is real life. trickle down into the fan base of all the bandwagoners with the Chiefs. They are the most spoiled fan base. They have surpassed the Chief, or the Patriots I just as the most spoiled fan base I have ever seen. They don't know football. Yep. I'm not speaking of everyone because I do know good Chiefs fans. I do know some I'm good talking Chiefs about fans. this group that but is the, the bandwagoners, not the lifers. Right. The new the new ones that joined within the last seven years. All right, Turner. I got it, guys. I figured it out. You just you just helped me figure it out. You know what happened at the beginning of the the Patriots run? We had we had given birth to one of the most annoying, most over uh, hyped, uh, probably one of the first huge media presence people in the world, and he is a conglomerate now, and he is Bill Simmons. Ah, yeah. And he rode that fucking wave all the way until fucking Tom Brady left, and now look what Nick Wright has done. He jumped on what yeah, is this, no, arguably yeah. the next. I'm, that's well put. Yeah, and and riding that all the way to the top. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? He's making money off being an asshole, and 
lying yeah. and he's only taking whatever. after the two guys that, that that started it for everybody skip and and and, <laughs> and uh what's his name uh shannon yeah not shannon i love shannon sharp i mean stephen a smith there oh, it is. yeah yeah but there was an there was a comment in that article that that we were talking about that i loved where Freddie DeBoer said, you know, I tried to reach out to Bill Simmons to see what he might say about all this, but he was too busy doing multiple podcasts with his fucking high school friends. <laughs> it was awesome. Angry Fans is brought to you by the Doghouse. Have you ever been watching a game and had your significant other interrupt you and then you say something you regret? Like, go fix me a turkey pot pie. Or, you think that beer is just going to walk itself forward to me? Even worse. Have you been putting all week? Well, we have the solution. The Doghouse. It's a custom-made angry fan hideaway. The Doghouse comes with a built-in kegerator, a sporty recliner with built-in cup holder, and in case you spill, there's a washer-dryer. That also doubles as a pizza oven. Get your Doghouse today. Visit IDon'tWantADivorce.com for specs and pricing. Tuna's getting toned up. You dig it? Coaches. I was trying to pee. They don't have any bathrooms. He punched Steve Kerr in the face. Absolute terrible shit. Turned up with Turner. Turner is turned up. And wow. Usually about basketball. So I'm going to guess that's what your topic is this week. <laughs> Am I right? Ooh, right you are. All right. What do we got? Turner gets turned up about basketball. Look, guys, we've seen some of the highest scoring we've ever seen in league history. I'm, I'm going to start with the most recent one because I thought it was awesome. I'm a Luca fan, and he just had 73, 73, 10, and 7, which is huge, fourth most ever in the league. I was watching that game. It was absolutely fantastic. He couldn't miss, and it was, I think it was like 92 uh, true scoring, which is one of the best that's ever happened on a game over 50, much less over 70. As exciting as that was, I watched someone else get 70 recently in Joel Embiid, and, and, uh, it was actually that game that that caused me to want this rant because the truth is it just was it just wasn't fun to watch. Uh, the league has turned into an offensive uh, mindset and it's made it just just unbearable. The, the, Why is that unbearable? The foul baiting, uh, the the amount of let's just give it to that guy because he's going. So we're gonna watch and the players are feeding him because they want him to get a a, a certain score. And so it turns into this whole thing. I think uh, the other night, Joel scored 70 points, 18 and 5. That's a pretty fucking awesome game. Don't get me wrong. I was I, I watched highlights. I didn't get to see that game. But he was 24 for 31, which is decent. 21 for 23 at the line. You you shot 23 free throws just Jeez. your own self. What do you, like what's going on in that game besides somebody being near you and the the refs just calling a foul for you? It's not fun. I'm not watching it. The game was two hours. Now it's three hours because I got to watch a big man shoot free throws the whole game. Yeah, that sucks, and I don't watch NBA much anyway. I definitely don't want to watch that. <laughs> Terrible. I've, I've been trying to get back into the NBA a little bit, and I'm struggling, but 20 – did you say 23? 23 free throws. It was like I, said, like I said about the Raptors coach. Remember when he was bitching about right. all these – like all It's the way. Seventy points, and it's the like, refs. I remember back in the day, like watching Jordan and those guys, right? I don't I remember fifty, sixty. Like now, you've had like two guys within what a week of each other. Is that or yep. within this year alone? We've had a seventy-three uh, just now, uh, seventy the other night, 
uh, 64 the same night as Joel had 70. We had a 64 by Cat. So does nobody practice defense? Like, that's what my we, thing. We're well, so are these letters going down offense. the court? But that's what's happening in football too. It's right. there's hardly any defense. So that's so that's where I was going to go. At the end of one of these games, the Timberwolves so, coach, whose cat scored sixty four in a loss, they were up double digits the whole game. But at the end of the game, his teammates are are throwing him the ball and trying to get him to score. And it's like, bro, pushing their we're own trying to win inside a, of a game. We're trying win. to win a game, not get you sixty eight or whatever the 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 thing so, is. So here's the thing: is it's, it one of it's these? It's not is just it, the league; it's the well, team, it's the players. Everybody so wants this. Is it stuff. is it one of these? And Scotty just kind of mentioned with football, they go up and down the field, right? So the less you're calling things, or the more you're changing rules to benefit the offense mm-hmm. is that what's happening now in the nba they don't call right or they're allowed to like we kind of made no, jokes about earlier everything the show yeah, I was like, you can't defend i've been watching it again and i'm seeing guys palm the ball they take 37 steps before. oh my god it's, yeah. a, it's a gathering but, two steps it's, <laughs> good <laughs> yeah, lord that is ass, the one thing that i saw somebody take like seven yeah. steps before he ever even Good. The ball. I was like, "What's happening here?" No, that's been going just, on for years. Though. They're just no, no. taller. Just they gets, can stretch just, farther. That, Look at it. that Wimbledon guy. He's right. tall. Yeah. There's no technical skill anymore. Well, let's pay, shooting let's, three points. I think oh, it's a giant no, no, no. Now. now, come on. There's plenty of players in the NBA. So, like Westbrook, is his a big good talent player. was like Very energy, good. energy. Yes, yeah. rebounds yeah. up and down the court. Yeah, tireless. Sure. But he kept shooting the goddamn ball and right. missing, and I was yeah. like, "This is so painful to watch." Yeah. If you can't shoot, don't shoot. No, but usage. I'm gonna get thirty if I shoot twenty five shots. <laughs> but that's so, that's the one I hate though. What, so and that's, I why, hate that's why that's why it's I fun like to watch bricks. Luca, who makes a lot of shots. He was he basically well, only missed different. five shots. Who Nick Wright does not and like. That's different. <laughs> no, Nick Wright actually he calls him his adult Slovenian son. Another reason why. Look, guys, I have I have a, I identify. With with uh, Nick Wright occasionally as a bronze sexual, but, so but but I, get, no, I was going to say I because it. he he loves LeBron, but think about in this type of we'll say uh, new NBA. You're right. You don't think that Jordan and some of those guys from back in the day? Oh, for sure, Jordan, like Jordan would go for somebody, it. Somebody somebody's hitting eighty oh. or ninety. Well, in the game. well, and Kobe hit I mean, eighty-one. Actually, that was the cool thing. Kobe Kobe the anniversary oh, yeah. of Kobe's eighty-one. Joel hit 70 and so like that's and people look the league loves Kobe is as much as anybody loves anybody Jordan involved uh, it's not going to change and we're going to keep scoring so we just need to we just need to enjoy it I, I 81 is is tough and the guy that holds the record right now is still wilt at 100 which is right. crazy yeah we, I, I I swear to you I didn't a year ago think that we would ever see somebody's going to do it <laughs> I think we might see yeah. it with, with, if, with people like Jordan Poole who just shoot to shoot if he gets hot one day and shoots 50 shots, you could get to 100. You know what I enjoy I mean, about basketball? I just don't understand how you know there's what no I defense. I love the sound of the swish. I right. fucking oh, just... hate bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the donks and the bonks. I always, None of the, I don't want I, I always, more I of always that. enjoyed the guys that go in for the dunk and get rejected by the rim. I always enjoyed hey, watching those guys. They go in there. All by themselves, thinking they're just gonna put this. Well, I'm gonna be on Sports Center, right? And then, dying windmill, boom, <laughs> shoots it up in the air. Those are good. Now it's time for Jesus H Christ. You're shitting me with Buffalo Steve. Are you shitting me? That means it's your time, Steve. 
What do you have for us this week? Uh, I have a little bit of baseball. And obviously, since we're in the St. Louis area, I wanted to touch on the Cardinals. Turner was nice enough. He was like, hey, did you see the projections come out of what the Cardinals are supposed to do or what they think they're going to do? And I'm like, no, I haven't seen those yet, but it can't be good. I'm like, you've got to be batshit crazy to think they're going to win 89 games. With the I thought it was 84. It's there's there's a couple of them. There's a couple of them. We've so seen okay. them the high, the high end, yep. Here's my thing. The high end is 89. Get the fuck out of here. Right. 80, you don't 80, think they 40, can win 89 games? A team that traditionally has won 90-plus? They won okay, 71 okay, okay. last year. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. If they get to 89 games, yay! <laughs> now, for the boys in town and the Cardinal fans in other states, your ownership came out, and I will quote what he said. I think we're always open to improving our club within reason, but, you know, we've already made some moves. I'm going to stop right there. Let me read that last part. We've already made some moves. Sweet mother of baby rays. What moves did you make? And people look at me like, we got Sonny Gray. They got Sonny Gray. For $75 million for three years. Yeah, it wasn't. And he's 34. Hey, that's our best. Are you kidding me? That's our best move. No. No. And then. So he goes on. With payroll, it has to be thought of in the context of the whole business within all the investments we're making in other aspects of the product on the field. What the fuck does that mean? That means he just approved uh, Are the you third phase me? of Ballpark Village. Yeah, exactly. And he needs the money to build I know that. that our roster sucks, but we have to save some money and look to put it into other aspects of our business off the field, on the field. Are you kidding me? This is what we're doing. I mean, this just boils down, and I, I want to broaden it to yeah, other like teams because I'm talking about other sports, other teams, because I'm thinking can about I re- this. Can I read a Mazalak quote? Because it'll kind of feed into what you're okay, going. Okay, go ahead. It just feeds into it because this is how it goes. After he does all those moves that you just said, they go, well, Mazalak, how do you think you're going to go? And he goes, I think we've patched up enough to return to our 85 to 90 win seasons. Oof. That is not what you want to hear. Let's from try the- to get the wild card and get in, boys. You got Gibson that you brought over from Baltimore. That was it's not bad. <laughs> Bob Are Gibson? You, yeah. Is it Bob Gibson? Yeah. Did we I, get some smelling salts? I would rather have Bob at this age. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. He can no, still throw a heater. Rest then you in got peace. Lance, then you got Lance Lynn who gave up 44 home runs in like two innings. And then you He's got an Steve innings Max. eater. I'm not even going to get in the Cardinals bullpen because well, yeah, no, you might as well whole, put. That's a I whole could, podcast. I could get my son. And, like, half the guys from the college team to go play and do just as good. But here's the thing. So, on the starting lineup, Snell's still out there. Yep. Clevenger's nice. still out there. Yeah, Montgomery's still out there. Woodruff's still out there. At the end of the day. It's terrible. What was the Cardinals' payroll last year? A lot. Yeah. $177, and that's Ooh. in millions. $177 million. That's a lot. You know what it is going into spring training this year? Oh. What? $177 million! <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> so how did you get better? I'm done with my rant because it's just making me more bad. I think we need a zen moment after that, and then we'll do what we always do every episode of Angry Fans. We're going to donate.
All right, every week we pick a cause and we donate to it. And this week, Turner has chosen our charity of the week. Tell us why and what it is. That's right, guys. And as you guessed it, it's basketball related. <laughs> basketball. Thought I was going to say basketball, <laughs> but I didn't because I said basketball. Um, no, this is a serious one, guys. Um, sports fans, not sports fans. Everybody knows who Kobe Bryant is. Um, on the eve of all these players getting near his his eighty one point record, um, the day that he scored eighty one earlier this month, um, an, an even more sad anniversary this month was of his passing uh, with his daughter Gigi and seven others on a <clears throat> helicopter flight. Um, and so I thought it would be a good time to honor one of the greats um, today. I would like to honor them by giving to their Mamba and Mambasita Foundation that follows Kobe and Gigi's vision to create a world uh, where young boys and girls had equal opportunity to pursue their dreams in sports and life. Um, the foundation honors Kobe and Gigi through their funding their programs that support their vision. So I just thought that was a good time to kind of recircle uh, yeah. When we lost Kobe, it was a tough time for me. I remember the, the day. Exactly. I remember that day, you know, like it was the Kennedy assassination or or any event, the Challenger exploding. I mean, I was sitting at a bar at the St. Louis Aquarium, having oh. just gone through the aquarium, sat down and having lunch and looking up at the TV screen, and there was a scroll, and I, I said, uh, I was like, wait, did that say what I thought it said? And and then there was a, a live report that came on, and it was it was speculation, right. which I hate that. Right. But you could see that there was something there, and it then happened. then it happened, and I'm like, oh my god! It Me really shook Marge, oh, the whole world. Yeah. The whole was, world. Uh, yeah, Mars shaken up by it. And uh, the president's wife, Lindsay. We yeah. we all had a text thread going because I did. Lindsay grew up in L.A. and Marge. I think she was adopted on 824, which is Kobe Day. We had mm. a little thing. We we all, those are my basketball people. And uh, it was a whole day, man. It, it, I, it affected me more than I thought it would. You know, Absolutely. Kind of Not a big NBA follower, yeah. to be honest. Uh, but, I mean, I follow Kobe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as right. a person and an athlete. Right. Well, he was so special because of his influence on the world. Right. He was so smart. I mean, that guy was one of the smartest professional athletes to ever live. If you heard him talk, he yeah. was so thoughtful yeah. and worldly. And everything. Right. And I, I, Made what, an awesome what, movie what hurt my heart he the most was what could have been. Like what he, he was into. He had, what did he have? A production company. He was right. in art. Yeah, he, he won did. a Grammy. Yeah. yeah. So his after career, his after basketball career was, was going up and up and up. And it was just, it was going to be magical to watch. Yeah. And I was so looking forward to it. Right. And it was cut short, you know, cut out. I'll tell a short story too about that because I feel the same way. But but even more than that, um, you know, I feel like we lost something with Gigi too. It was, he oh. was I think he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. And Kobe was telling a story about how he would go out in public and people would be like, oh man, I wish you would have a son. And so that he could take up your legacy, and Gigi would be right there and be like, "No, no, <laughs> no, 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 I, I got this, I got this." <laughs> I got this. Um, so I, you know, it, it sucks. We lost, we lost uh, nine great people yeah. that day, um, and so it's just in remembrance of them. I think it's a great idea. I appreciate Absolutely. it, Turner. Thank Absolutely. you very much. So on that note, we will wrap up Angry Fans, the podcast, episode nine. 
uh, Buffalo Steve and Turner, you both brought it today. We had a lot to get into, and you guys put your teeth into it, and it was awesome, and especially at the end there, remembering Kobe. So a great episode, and we will talk to you next week. Woo! See you, kids. See you, guys. 